Welcome back to the What's Your More podcast. Today, I'm joined by two gentlemen from Leader Farm in the studio today. It's great having both of you guys on the show, Mr. Tommy Hawkins and Mr. Kevin Salgro. Hey, you know what? The thing about Leader Farm, you guys were talking to me kind of pre-show about this, and it's been really cool. We've kind of been everywhere today, kind of documenting this series of what's going on. But for our audience, Leader Farm is a really cool concept because what I love about it is you're inspiring people to be future leaders by breaking down barriers of what leaders are maybe thought of as by other people. And sometimes those barriers are so high and so thick that people just go, that's not for me. I can't do it. And I love this concept because it doesn't matter what age you are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you look like. And it doesn't matter what color you are. You guys are like, listen, man, everybody should aspire to be a leader. And here's some of these people that are currently doing it, all walks of life. And we want to show you, you can do it too. So it's great having you guys on the show today. Very excited about it. And uh, again, I just think this is a cool concept. So Tommy, we'll start with you. Like how, what, how'd you come up with this? Uh, it was honestly uh, a bunch of experiences when I was younger. I was looking for opportunities to lead, uh-huh. and they just weren't there. Or I'd be working for people, and I'd sort of hit a ceiling, and I, you know, people would not want to let me continue to grow and develop. I wasn't trying to take their jobs, frankly. Those weren't jobs that I wanted to have. But to keep running into the ceiling of, you know, yeah. how can I develop as a leader? How can I get these skills? And then when I got into leadership positions down the road you know, in those positions, I'm like, man, I really wish I didn't have to figure this out for the first time now when it's me on the line. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I could totally see that. Like, do you find with people that, um, leadership is sometimes like there's, there's servant leadership and then there's selfish leadership. And I would define servant as like, obviously you're leading to serve those around you to help them get better, you know, help them grow, help them find that leadership role. And then that selfish leadership is like, man, it's for me. And you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna help you because I don't want you to take my job. Right. Is that a right. thing? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the idea of like freedom and fear. Yeah. And a lot of leaders lead from a position of fear. Now, why say, is that? I think that they've gotten to a per- certain point of stability in their life and a certain like stature, and they're yep. not willing to risk losing it. Is that um, almost like a coasting kind of mentality? Yeah. I yeah. think that that's a great yeah. Way like to they kind of close their mind off, stop growing. Yeah. 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 No, I would, I would agree with that. And I think you see this in, it doesn't matter what company, it doesn't have to be a fortune 500 company. It doesn't have to be a company of 10. I think you see it all the time, you know, and I would also argue that in generations, there's different levels of leadership too, but there's also greater fears. Right. And I think, I think you, you nailed it there with leadership from fear is kind of one of those things where it's, it's more popular than not. I think right. servant leadership is one of the hardest things to find out there. And it's one of the highest level of compliments you can get. And I love the fact that the people that you guys are following, you're bringing into the fold here at Leader Farm, that's what you're searching for. And I love some of the people that are already in the fold that you were telling me about. I'm like, no way, like this is super cool. And some of the names I had never heard of, but the minute you told me about their journey and their path, I was like, oh man, that's awesome. So I was telling my kids about it the other night and they both were like, that's kind of cool. Like, you know, do they have anybody that's like in the teenager or the, or the mid twenties? And I'm like, oh, they will trust me. They're finding yeah. it right now. And so I love the documentary series that you're putting together. And then the, the talk to us about the forum. Like you, you have not only a website, but you're building a forum where people can come and almost like a convention and really these leaders get together to make things better. Yeah. Um, so we did our first conference of leader farm live back in, uh, back in January of this year. Mm-hmm. And it was a small group. There were about 10 of us that were in the room. And everyone that showed up, the experience was they got to the airport. I'd go and pick them up because it was small enough I could pick everyone up at yeah. the airport. Yeah. And uh, they'd say, Tommy, great to see you. Glad to be here. What the heck are we doing? <laughs> and uh, and that was the experience. Yeah. And yeah. I said, well, we're going to have dinner. And then we're all going to go into a room and everyone's going to talk. And 
then we're going to go have dinner again. And, and then we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. And that yeah. was it. And, yeah. and they all kind of looked at me with, oh, all right. Well, I'm glad this to be is what here. you brought me here for. I hope that this is yeah. going to be all right. Cause that really does sound terrible. <laughs> and I was, I was enjoying it, but I knew the caliber of people that yeah. were showing up. And when everyone was in the room by the end of it, all 10 of them were like, I just made nine more best friends. Yeah. And it's like, everyone's hitting on all cylinders. They're feeding off of the growth of the other person in yeah. there. And it's like, oh, well, I can be the connector here. Oh, I can be an ambassador there. And then the ideas that are coming from that. And that's the cool part about surrounding yourself with leaders is that all of a sudden there's techniques, there's tactics, there's even like material you can read that you're going, man, like I got it. This is great. I'm walking away with so much. And this is one evening there. So I love the fact that's what you guys are doing. Kevin, you know, your role with the company and the organization Talk to us a little bit about, you know, as uh, from your position, what you're doing with Leader Farm and what you're experiencing with it. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm very grateful to Tommy for bringing, bringing me on. Uh, I met Tommy through our franchise organization that um, I work for. It's called the Brothers That Just Do Gutters, and uh, Tommy owns one of our franchises. Um, but I also have a company myself called the On Monday Company. And yeah, Love when, this concept. Thank you. And um, so when Tommy was talking to me about Leader Farm, same thing. He, uh, we were kind of talking, we had met cause I work in video production mm-hmm. and I'm the creative manager at the franchise. So I'm familiar with creative. We're talking about this idea and the way that he ascri- described it to me, because he really didn't give too much context on what it was, <laughs> like he was saying, but he, Sounds like he said, he said, what it is, is it's the right room. Okay. Um, so the right room is something that's, that calls out to me specifically, uh, because my company with on Monday, um, what we're looking to do is kickstart people's dreams, mm-hmm. essentially. So whatever, if you have a desire to do something, our mission is to help you get kickstarted. But one of the big things about getting started is being around the right people mm-hmm. and especially in the right room. Right. So I was so once he told me about this, I was I was like, I have to be here, but I want to provide value. So um, I would love to come and create content and get content out of this event that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then that led to being at the event and to the now project that we're working on. Yeah. And kind of absorbing some of the benefits of the event, you know, as you're recording and as you're kind of, you know, taking it all in post editing, you're getting to hear this stuff over and over again, which is kind of a byproduct, you know, it just kind of dawned on me right now. Like, like you are a product of leader farm, you know, absolutely. And, yeah. you know, you can kind of see it in the little time that we've spent together, like, you know, the mindset and the growth and stuff like that. It's kind of like bleeding into your world and your, your adaptation of it. So that's kind of cool. I just now picked up on that. So yeah. that's that's cool to see and, you know, glad to have you here today. I love the On Monday concept, by the way. Thank you. You know, and I think you were telling me about it earlier was, you know, as we were kind of talking about it last night, but people tend to put everything off to a Monday. That's yes. a mindset, if you may. Yep. Tell them about what your concept is. Yeah, so uh, the idea for the actual name started from that. Um, mm-hmm. I was somebody that always struggled with having a lot of ideas and always waiting till Monday to start it. Another way to say that is just waiting until I th- I thought I was prepared right. in order to actually get started on something. Um, so I really wanted to... Um, it actually started with a course that I took. Uh, in, in this course, there was this concept called the Dream Island. And mm-hmm. the question essentially about the Dream Island was, um, if you had no financial obligations and no time obligations, what would you be doing with your life? Sure. So for my answer to that question is I would love to be creating content, speaking to people who are doing the things that they love, and then also have the freedom and time to be telling these stories and also build my personal development at the same time. Yep. So that's where on Monday, uh, the brand came out of. And uh, what what we're doing is similar to what, to what Leader Farm is doing, mm-hmm. is my goal is to be able to build communities and connect people um, 
two leaders yeah. that are examples of that. And for me, I'm, I was already able to do that with myself by being connected to Tommy and yeah. the people that he's bringing in. Yeah, no, I love it. And the thing about this that I think our world needs more of right now is, you know, when we think of leaders, you think of like, you know, CEOs or, you know, maybe the, the star athlete on a team. But being, uh, there's nothing wrong with being a supporting cast member. But more importantly, you can be a leader and own that spot on that team. You know, every NFL team only has one quarterback on the field at one time. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't have multiple quarterbacks. But they do have three quarterbacks. They do have backup yes. quarterbacks, right? And those backup quarterbacks can be a leader. You know, those backup quarterbacks can absolutely be the best at that position. And they can make themselves so valuable that you never, ever, ever want to let go of them. And so, you know, I, it's not coming to me now, and I wish it did, but uh, and maybe you might know there was a quarterback at Missouri, um, graduated over the last ten years. I don't know, Charlie, if you got a phone, you can look this up. Quarterback at Missouri over the last ten years plays in the NFL. Um, he's a backup quarterback, and this as soon as he says this, it's going to pop up here. Um, but the story goes, um, he's been in the NFL for like fourteen years. Is, is it Chase? What is it, Charlie Chase? Uh, quarterback Missouri in the NFL. Just type that in. You should Google it. Anyhow, anyhow, it'll pop up when he does this. Anyhow, the story goes, this gentleman has been in the NFL for 14 years, but he went into camp. And when he went into camp, uh, a young buck coming out of college was like, hey, I'm coming in as the third quarterback and I want to take this guy, Alex Smith. I want to take Alex Smith's job. I want to take it. And he came in kind of like big dogging it, and he was he was basically wanting wanting to go toe to toe with him, and he didn't get the starting job. In the meantime, the backup quarterback he got to the facility before anyone else got there, even before security got there. And when he got in, he had already edited all the film, he had edited all the tape specifically for the starting QB for Alex Smith, and then he had turned around and he had done all of the blocking patterns for the offensive line. So when they all came in, their books were prepared. The film was edited, and he had done that. And he had made sure that his wife was the right-hand person for this starting quarterback, Alex Smith's wife. And he, what he did was he made himself so invaluable that you could not do without him. So when Alex Smith got a contract renewal, his only request was not necessarily monetary. It was that this backup quarterback remain the backup quarterback and get an extension in contract because that's how valuable he was to him that he made his job not easier, but better. And the guy that didn't get it was the guy that came in that was like, I'm going to take your job. Right. Right? And I thought there's such a valuable lesson. I was driving home from Gainesville one night after doing a co-teaching class with a professor down there. And this, this episode came on the radio and I was like, dude, (laughs) <laughs> this is incredible. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to ESPN radio and this is what they're talking about, which I didn't expect on ESPN, but I was, I was completely glued to it. And I was like, man, this is awesome. What a great analogy for the world we live in today that you want to find yourself to be the most valuable person at your mm-hmm. position. You don't necessarily have to have the number one position. Right. You can have the number 20, but be the best number 20 that that team's got or that organization has. And what you'll find is that they won't do without. And that's leadership. Right. That's leadership at its finest. So I love that idea. And I love going back to what you were saying about selfish leadership versus servant leadership. And I just found that to be extremely relevant. I'm like, man, that made me think of that quarterback. And eventually, probably the end of the show, we'll remember his name. Like, I think it's Chase Daniels. I could be wrong, but just pop up out of the blue here. And you're like, oh, it's this guy. But I've shared that story with so many people since we've listened to it. It's kind of like, oh, man. And so many people let it resonate. They're going, dude, this totally makes sense. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Well, I think you've got, uh, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that opportunity is absolutely everywhere. Mm-hmm. 
and it's about looking for it mm -hmm. and being ready to receive it. And that's where the goal is. Yeah. And, you know, for, for that situation, like not only does he have a position secured in the NFL as the number two, but when his career's done and he's not playing anymore. Yeah, he's exactly. Going. Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. That was it, Chase Daniel. Yeah. So, I mean, he's been with multiple teams, but, you know, now he's with, I think he's with the Bears now, but, you know, He's just, they said that he's one of the better backup quarterbacks in all of the NFL because of the way he conducts himself and the manner in which he handles his business. That's right. kind of phenomenal. But that's a leader. Right. And he's in a backup role. Like, own that shit, dude. Yeah. That's what I love about yeah. it, man. Yo, thank you so much for choosing us today. We're definitely not done with our podcast, but we are going to take a really short sponsor break and then we'll get right back to the show. I've been in the lending business for 20 years, I've seen many different lenders. During those 20 years, I recognized there's a difference between being an originator and an advisor. And the team at Bank of England is full of advisors. They take their time to understand your needs. They take the time to structure a mortgage for you and your family. And I cannot recommend them enough. If you're in the market to purchase a home, maybe it's a second home, maybe it's an investment property, or you're looking to refinance your current property that you live in, take a minute to work with the advisors at Bank of England Mortgage. They're a nationwide lender, and you can find your local branch at boemortgage.com. www.boemortgage.com. Because it's more than loans, it's people. Thanks so much for letting us give a shout out to our sponsor. All right, now back to the podcast. Talk to me about this, this quiet quitting concept that we've heard about. And when I hear quiet quitting, I'm like, I think it's people that are like maybe at home or at the office, like... Maybe not working the full 40 hours, maybe not doing everything they need to be doing, but like cocking the 40 hours and then dipping, right? But turns out that Indeed just recently published an article that kind of is a little different here. The, the concept of quiet quitting now is that you know, we've got, we've, in this room, we've got three different generations in this room, right? Mm. But generationally speaking, all of us would agree that quiet quitting, according to this article, is that we, that the idea is that don't ask me to do more unless you're going to pay me more. Mm -hmm. that, that all generations are agreeing that I want more time on my side and I don't want to do more to earn more. And oftentimes with leadership, you look at current leaders in the spots they're in right now, those people made extreme sacrifices to get to that role, right? They did more. They picked up more. They took on projects. They asked for more to do, but they didn't necessarily hold that with a stake of now pay me more because I did that. Right. And I think that that's a lost art in today's business world. Yeah. And I think right now we have a society that's like, pay me to do more. Don't ask me to do more. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, there's a couple ways that this connects, but, um, you know, when I think about leaders and when mm -hmm. we at Leader Farm talk about leaders, they do three things. They make decisions, mm -hmm. right? And they have to be good at making decisions. Yep. They increase capacity for themselves and then for also the people that, you know, they lead yep. to increase their capacity and then they create opportunity. And you can't increase capacity for anyone if you're not willing to take on something else right. to give them the space to be so able to So the do three that. things are they, they make quick decisions, they create opportunities, yeah. and then they have capacity because of those opportunities they're creating to take on other opportunities, whether it be working with someone else, creating another outlet, something, those right. three things. Yeah, so it's the idea of you know, leadership when you were talking about yep. it at all levels, it goes, like, it goes both ways. Yeah. If you're, if you're my boss and I say, hey, Q, I'm going to take on these things from you because mm -hmm. I think that there's a really great opportunity for you out there. Okay. 
That's me acting as a leader, saying yes. I'm willing to take this on. You don't have to pay me more money, but the work that you're doing, say at the podcast, is so important. I want to create that space for you. But see, that's that that doesn't happen in today's world. No, it's not there. Anymore. Not often. Yeah, and I think pre-pandemic it was there. I think post-pandemic it's absolutely gone and hidden. It's not there anymore. You know, I was having a conversation with someone the other day, and it was like, hey, why is it we can't get people back to pre-pandemic levels of output with the same pay they're currently making now? Why do they want different pay to create the same output they were doing in 2019? Like, we know you can do it. We've seen you do it. You yeah. know, what happened? Like, where did the, where did the, where did the switch flip? I, I think it's, it's just comes down to that. Um, it's the mindset okay. um, of, of what they've got. I think it's the selfish and the servant. Yeah. I don't think it's just in leadership. I think it's, it's an all. It's everywhere. Yeah, I think we talked and, a little bit about this last night, the me island concept, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, COVID put a lot of us on me island, you know, and it's, it was lonely, right? We became a little selfish about it. Yeah. And the reality was it was all about me. And so I think me island's a dangerous place because you really start to kind of like start to think and act and everything about that. And once you get off of me island and you get back into society, it's tough to shake those thoughts, man, because everybody else is operating with that me island concept. Well, and I think that uh, the story that, that's great about this is, you know, when I called Kevin and was like, hey, I want you to come to Leader Farm. Can you bring your cameras? It's, it would really help me out. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'd be happy to. And I was like, to be clear, you're one of the people talking. Like, you're one yeah. of the right people in the room. And the reason is, is uh, two of the other guys that came started uh, the brothers that just do gutters. They're the brothers. Okay. Um, they built this company. It's got hundred. 34 plus franchises across the States. Pretty big. <clears throat> and, you know, Kevin works for them. Mm -hmm. He works directly from them. And they were like, Kevin, we're so happy you're in the room. And as I've talked with them about it, I've talked to Kevin about it. They were absolutely equals. I think that if you ask Ken and Ryan, they'd say, yeah, Kevin's, if anything, he's beyond us. Like we're not oh, that's equals. That's a huge compliment. But that that's how he perceives it. Yeah. But it's still a funny thing to walk into the room of like your bosses and you're like, I'm sitting in this room. Cool. I'm filming, but I'm going to get up and talk. I'm going to teach you guys something that, you know, you didn't understand necessarily. Yeah. And it was cool. Yeah. It was a great, it was a great experience. Um, and going back to just being able to learn from people, this is actually something that we experienced even today, hanging out with you. It was, um, so today for people who don't know, we we're filming, we're filming a series with Leader Farm where we're actually going kind of into the lives of some of our leaders. Right. Uh, so we got to spend the day with you um, and we got to experience some things that go on in the Bank of England <laughs> meeting. Yeah. But also we got to say one-on-one -on -one with you and just hear about how highly you speak of the people that work for you or work with you. Um, it's something that, you know, people that have created, speak of, of people that create opportunity, Tommy's given me so much opportunity uh, just through the right room, through the different things, but also his concept of selecting the the people and the unique skills that go along with it. He has this Lucky's concept, which I think is genius. And yeah, I, I do. I love it. I heard him say it's acronym. Go ahead. Lucky's acronym for... It's uh, leaders of unusual capacity, knowledge, energy, effort, and skill. And I think that's what that's what fights back about your, your quiet quitting. Right. right. Like, that's it. When I say... I'm a leader and I commit to increasing my capacity so I can grow my knowledge, increasing my energy output, which increases my effort, and then developing my skills. Like that's all about going above and beyond yeah. the, I mean, the status quo. And we talk about that all the time on the podcast, that effort, right? You know, so like the secret to success, there really isn't one, but if there's a buzzword, it's effort, 
right? And when we gave our vision speech to our team this year, I was like, hey, listen, guys, throughout all this amazing stuff that can happen, all these things we believe are going to happen, timing of this, product of that, the room's revving. And I go, but hey, listen, what does all this cost? And the room's like silent and you got, them all, you got their attention. I'm like, it only costs one thing and only you can do it. And that's effort. Mm-hmm. And effort will be the currency to your success in 2023 moving forward. And I tell my kids, listen, if you have just a little bit more effort than the person next to you, you are going to shine brighter than this light over Kevin's shoulder that's in the studio blinding me in the eye right now as we're talking. It is going to be very bright. It's going to be very bright and you are going to excel because there is a generation, their their light's diminishing like because they're not putting in that effort. And then there's another generation that's doing the same thing and another generation. It ain't just the youngers. It's some of the boomers that are doing the same thing, right? Because people are now saying, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do it like this anymore. But the people that continue to do things such as what you're talking about will be recognized and people want to gravitate towards it and be a part of it, which is why you have such success with Leader Farm right now. Yeah. So, and, and I think there's a lot more people out there that want to do that. Yeah. It is statistically impossible that the leaders that you have at Bank of England, that conglomerate of them, like, they shouldn't all be centralized in one place. Like it's pretty awesome. Yeah, that that's we're the we're story. super fortunate. Super fortunate. But it's a good group. You built the culture to be able to create that. Yeah. Well, thank you. And I appreciate it. They're good people, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm. You know, I, I tell people all the time. I was like, I don't go to work, man. I, 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 I don't even go to a job, man. I'm just. I'm fortunate where we get to go and spend our time during the day and happen to make money and happen to really benefit our customers. You know, and and work at a pretty cool place. You know, it works out. And then we get to do the podcast and other things that kind of piggyback off our capacity. You know, yeah. and it's it's super cool to be a part of. And, you know, I think that as you start to grow this, and again, I really love what you're doing here, as you start to grow it and break down these barriers of leaders and all these things that you think you have to do to be a leader, but it starts with the little things and then they become big things, right? Tell people where they can find out more about Leader Farm. Yeah, so you can find us at leader-farm.com. And then, you know, for Instagram and Facebook, at Leader Farm, you can find us. Okay, where can we hear more about On Monday? Yeah, it's at Mo- On Monday Company. Okay. On all socials, yep. On Monday Company, then onmonday.com? Yep, on okay, Monday right Co, on. onmondayco.com. Okay, right on, perfect. Well, hey, if you like what you're hearing today, please five-star review this. Check it out, write a review. We'd love to hear from you. Share the podcast. Go to YouTube, subscribe. Love seeing the comments. We're getting ready to put together an episode right now where we actually address all the comments that people have done over the first 53 episodes that we've put together. Um, but guys, please share the podcast. Check us out. Follow us on our socials at What's Your One More. Um, it, it's really taking off right now in such a cool way. And I love what you guys are doing here. And I cannot wait to see the rocket ship of success you guys are about to launch to people right now. So again, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for spending some time with us. Love having both of you here. Kevin, Tommy, thanks for coming on the show. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, man. Got one more shot, I'm gonna make it. One more chance, I'm gonna take it. I meant it when I said it, now it's time for me to do it. I got one life to live, so I put all into it, yeah.